away. Better than most. Better than most. Critical takeoff. He falls into the pit. He's going to get spat out. Please make welcome the Ball and All podcast, James Tiger Woods, Beric Eckerbarts, and the king of speaking in the third person, Steve Condor Condo Condon. Okay, welcome uh, to Thursday and it's Friday's Captain's Run. It's pretty much like uh, Christmas Eve. We've got the big uh, live podcast tomorrow. We'll have Satsy on the line in a sec uh, to give us an update on the 100k paddle. We tried to contact uh, Bezza, but I think Bez might be in bed or going for a swim down the river. I don't know where he is. Maybe he's lost. Um, and then we'll uh, dial in uh, Jared, and, uh, Jared and Woody and we'll get an update on... Uh, on tips this week, a uh, reminder to uh, any listeners that finished in front of any of the Ball and All crew, send us a message and we'll get some apparel out to you, hats, uh, shorts, t-shirts, whatever you want. Um, there's a few there, there's about 16, 17 that finished ab- uh, above us, so um, we've got to pay up, so uh, get on to us ASAP um, and um, without any further ado, let's go straight to Satsi and we'll get the rundown before the boys get in the river at Korokai, so today they're going to be paddling from Korokai. Uh, down to Goat Island, and then tomorrow they've got a shorter paddle, but it's still hard work um, from Goat Island to Ballina, and then we're into the live podcast tomorrow. So that's it. It's a ball and all podcast here from Lennox Head. How are you in downtown Korokai? Mate, we're good. We're just having brekkie. We've got um, the Rotary Club, Cole Lee and the boys and girls out here cooking us breakfast. Are they back out um, there this morning at Sparrow's Fart? Yeah, back out there this morning. So uh, they lobbed out here... Uh, about six o'clock, and mate, they fired it up. We're, we're eating bacon and eggs and muesli and fruit and brownies, and mate, eating too good. <laughs> go home, a couple of kilos heavier. Ready to embark on the second day. So, talk us through the first day. How was the first? Well, actually, firstly, we tried to ring Barnsley. He's obviously still asleep, or he's trying to pack up his swag, which he definitely struggles with. Um, what? Um, <laughs> how did the first day go? Mate, first day was good. So we left. Um, we left Lismore, and uh, we paddled about 16, 17 k's down at a stop at Wairala. So pulled up on the bank there at a, a property at Wairala. Um, mate, it was great. We, um, the old couple that were there were really uh, welcoming and um, gave us a table, set some food up, had a stop, and then got back in and paddled about another uh, probably 18 k's. So I think it was about 34 k's all up yesterday. And what's, um, uh, is today a bigger day? Okay. Today's a bigger day, yeah. So we're we're right at the top of where the Richmond joins the Wilson. Um, the the town of Korokai is right there, where the two rivers converge. So we'll be paddling on the Richmond River today, and um, we're going to. Uh, it's going to be about oh god, I think it's closer to sort of forty k's today, maybe even slightly more, uh, and stop at Goat Island tonight for a the last night and then we're uh, jumping tomorrow and head down to Ballina which I think is a slightly smaller day and you're ready uh, you're ready to roll in have a shower and um, g- 
get up on stage and host the podcast. Well, mate, no, I'll be just, uh, I'll be, I'll be in the crowd watching and <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yelling out at you, blokes. But um, no, mate, it's been really good. So yesterday was magic. Like it could have been a heap worse. Um, it was like sunny, not a cloud in the sky. Wind was good. Ties were with us, but had it have been pouring rain and um, you know windy and uh, different tides, it would have been a, a really really tough slog. One of the bikes, big shout out to uh, Michael Sembus. Uh, he paddled it yesterday. So there's all sorts of crafts. There's blokes on kayaks and uh, surf skis and Sorry, paddle boards. He, he paddled the whole. He paddled the whole way. So he had a clubby board that he borrowed on uh, the day before. So he'd never really used it. And then he paddled either sort of prone, lying on his belly or oh. on his knees for for thirty odd thirty odd k's with you know. Um, <laughs> one stop, mate. It was, it was a freakish effort. So how's, how's, we were all how's, uh, how's Mickey Sambas feeling this morning? Well, he jumped in the car last night. He, he went. I think he has to go to work today. But I, um, mate, thank God he did because to, to watch him go through it again today would have been tough. It was a, it was a monumental effort. So um, right, no, well, everyone's uh, in good spirits. And uh, last night uh, they were all in good spirits. We had a beer at the Korokai Pub. Is that the uh, is that the busiest we've seen the Korokai Pub? I don't reckon he's ever been busier, mate. He's uh, <laughs> there was there was blokes everywhere. It was a good night. We, uh, as I said, the, the Rotary Club, massive shout out to them, um, Cole and Wayne and uh, their crew. Um, better beautiful tea last night, and then a couple of beers at the Korokai. Got up this morning, bacon and eggs, and mate, we don't want it to stop. It's just too good. It's um, <laughs> it's unbelievable. So we've got a day today with um, Pete, Peter Grew, um, Tama's wife. She's bringing out some. Um, some bread rolls and uh, food. Um, Shell and Taz at Papaya have um, uh, provided us with a heap of food. So there's just so many people uh, who are supporting it. It's been it's been unreal. So yeah, yeah and, people and look, are Satsy, um, still keen to donate. Yes, yeah, Satsy, I think the big thing there is people need to understand if you're from outside the area, uh, this is a paddle sort of, well, it's probably what, two or three weeks after sort of the, the worst of the floods last year. Down the Wilson, you'll come out at Ballina. Um, all the people that are supporting you are all the people that were very, very active supporting in the community last year when we had the devastation around the Northern Rivers and the paddle and the podcast are all about raising money for for some of those, uh, you know, again, some of those issues, our kids in Lismore revive the Northern yep. Rivers, um, Parkinson's and the Healthy Minds. And um, Cole Lee and his Rotary team, big shout out there, big thank you. I mean, is there anything yep. those guys can't do? Um, you guys yeah. have got a big day ahead of you and then a smaller day tomorrow and then you'll be... You'll be able to sit we'll back and uh, yeah. we're going to have some shenanigans on stage on Friday night. So if you haven't got your tickets, It'll be good Friday night. get yeah, your tickets, Satsy. Right. Get your tickets. Yeah, and mate, that's a big one. And look, like, yeah, as, as everyone knows, the cost of living is rising, the you know, interest rates are going up and you know, it, is, it is getting tighter. And you know, for people to find extra money to, to put towards things, yeah, it is a struggle. But you know, if you can, even if it's a couple of bucks, just to, to help out and... Um, you know, show that you are supporting these sorts of things. Like all, all the money that we raise, 100% of it that you guys raise is, is all going back into the pot to go to um, to these charities you need. So yeah, it's um, yeah, much and look, I, I, yeah, and look, I, f- I think on that one, Satsy, if if there are people out out there that are doing it a bit tough and they want to come to the podcast and they're genuine, Condo yep. will fit them in. I'll find a seat somewhere. So if yeah. if you are, sh- you know, and you listen to the potty today. Uh, jump online, send me a message, and I'll fit you in somewhere. And you know, we we might have a few more ticket giveaways today. We had one last yeah, night. We 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 were run over in the rush, 
Um, we put one up on uh, social media last night, so anyway, we might we might slip one in there today. See how we go. Uh, I've just got uh, all the uh, all the visual back from all the filming on the weekend. Um, if we do uh, if we do a poor poor job with the podcast, which I'm sure we won't, uh, the uh, just to sit down and watch these ads. Um, you will. People will be rolling around on the floor. I just watched them, man. They are absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Nick Paulette yeah, yeah. and Vaughn Blakey. They had their big uh, film, oh. film premiere last night on the Goldie. Shout out to those guys. They're legends. They work till midnight. Sure. I think midnight Tuesday night to get those ads done for us. Um, yeah, that, that, legends. They are next level. Right, Satsy, yeah, where you, you've got a big day ahead of you. Um, keep your head down, I suppose. Is that what you do when you paddle? Maybe I don't know. Well, Maybe you keep your head uh, up. Head up, mate. Head up. Look up. Uh, I've got Sammy Powell in the boat with me in my our kayak. So, mate, we, we know more about each other than uh, than ourselves. So we just solve, solve all the problems of the world. It's been really good, mate. And, again, another glorious day out here. There's mist and steam coming off the river. There's birds flying. There's uh, not a cloud in the sky out here at the moment, mate. So we're, we're all pumped. But, yeah, looking forward to seeing everyone uh, Friday night. Can you, uh, can you go and see if you can find Barnsley? I will, mate. I think he's... Uh, he's probably swimming. He he's, probably, he's probably in the river. <laughs> he probably is. He probably is. All he, right, mate. Take care. Right, I see Satsy. Um, I've got Jared on the line. Woody is still coaching. He's got a really busy week, so he apologises to all the listeners. He is um, up and down the coast trying to get uh, all his troops ready for the QS uh, for the Challenger Series. Um, big event that starts at Snapper on Saturday. He's got four or five surfers there, so he's doing long sessions, long days. We'll be lucky to get him for the uh, for the live podcast tomorrow night, Jared. Welcome. Morning, Stephen. Uh, yes, well, I think uh, I think Woody's trying to keep himself very busy at the moment and just keep his focus and attention away from the, the big game at one fifty on uh, Sunday afternoon at a part of Magic Ground uh, where the the mighty Tigers sitting seventeenth take on the mighty Dragons sitting sixteenth. Righto. Well, <laughs> let's get straight into the ball and all cup. The Dragons v the Roosters Sunday afternoon. Well, I actually think we're going to end up seeing a very attacking game here and and entertainment and points. And uh, they're two teams under a lot of pressure, uh, a, a lot of focus. They're both at the bottom of the table. Each wants to win for different reasons. The Tigers clearly want to keep climbing the table and get themselves at least equal with the Dragons. The Dragons want to get a win and keep that buffer between them and 17th. And I think that's going to lead to... Um, a little bit of uh, uh, ball movement, attack, and I think we're going to see points in this game. Um, you know, the Dragons, gee, they've been very disappointing. Lost their last four. That makes lost six of their last seven. Have absolutely no idea what they're doing in an attack. I, I, I don't know whether they just sit on the sideline or play touch football when they do their ball work sessions because they're just so poorly coached about what they're trying to set up and construct. Clearly, he's now trying to throw the baby out with the bathwater with all these changes this week, clutching at straws to try and shake things up. Uh, all the messages seem to be that Hunt goes to nine, Sullivan will go to seven. Um, little gets dropped. I don't understand that. I think the guy in the last four or five times that he's played for them has actually added some spark and dart and a little bit of speed out of dummy half and shaking things up. I mean, I know, you know, Lomax two weeks ago against the Roosters, I thought was very good. Uh, and yes, he's been in and out of form and maybe his goal kicking is not the best uh, right now. Maybe they can change that, but surely of his ability, he needs to be in the team. So some strange selections there. Tigers come off uh, a win. Um, two games where they've been in the wet, but I think there's been positive signs of improvement. Certainly the wet 
out at bat has helped them against the Panthers, but they'll take confidence out of that. They did really roll their sleeves up and want to defend strongly. Um, both teams, very poor record when they travel, in particular the Dragons. But this is a matchup where I think at 10 to 2 on a Sunday afternoon, sunny Brisbane weather, we're going to see points. A small lean to the Dragons, but I do think over 42.5 is to play. Yeah, look, Jared, I, I think with the Dragons, I mean, obviously, Condo is a passionate Dragons supporter, but I think what we've seen this week and in previous weeks and, um, you know, the, the word was around, it was one of the reasons that Hook uh, got moved on at the Panthers, that his man management is not fantastic. Uh, yeah, I think it's come to, you know, the T intersection in the road. Like, the board needs to make a decision. It's nothing personal. He's had three years to have a crack. Um, it hasn't worked. I can't see any player in that squad that he's improved, especially the young ones. And I think for me this week, it is such a great example of really, really, really poor coaching when you're going to drop uh, your hooker, which he should be starting, Jacob Little. He played 15 minutes last week. He's gone. He's going to move his best player for the last couple of years. I know Ben Hunter's been down on a little bit of form this year, but... So much falls onto his shoulders. He's going to move to nine. And then, I mean, go through their roster. Tell me whether or not they've got a better option, even when he's playing at probably about 60% of his ability, a better option than Zach Lomax uh, in the centres. And that's after, at the start of the year, he has moved Zach Lomax from his favoured side to his unfavoured side, where he has been very, very good on his favoured side. It's just reeks of just such poor communication, such poor coaching. And, um, you know, I mean, all reports, the boys that were dropped still don't know why they were dropped. He's going to catch up with them on Friday. How does that work? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Listen, unless you go back to the Broncos years when Lockyer was making him look good. I've not been a fan of Anthony Griffin all the way through his coaching career. Nothing personal. I'm sure he's a lovely bloke to have a beer with and all of that sort of thing. But as a coach, I just uh, have never warm to what he does in attack. I don't think he's got any idea what he's trying to set up. Uh, clearly, all of that noise came out of the Panthers. Um, you know, I know that there are occasions where the team walked back out at half time and as they did, spoke to each other about, let's just go and play our own game of footy. Um, you know, they, the Dragons have gone backwards. Uh, they're also losing players that they shouldn't be. How Josh Kerr has been signed by the, uh, the Dolphins and not being retained as a big man in the middle... Uh, there's been a fallout with he and Griffin over the last two years. The Dragons board, in my opinion, need to do what the Sharks did two years ago. Make a decision now, make an announcement, say who their coach is going to be, and give that person in the background the next couple of months to shore up in uh, who he wants on his list, talk to the players, and get about what he needs to do with signing, what development players he's got coming through, and at least give some positive noise to where they're heading. Yeah, and look, I think it's a really good example again, and and we embrace we embrace the changes globally of what you see with uh, you know contractual arrangements across the globe, and the NFL is the NFL and the NBA, but especially the NFL do it the best, and that is that coaches have you know very set uh, you know criteria of KPIs so that clubs don't run into these enormous payouts. Um, Quite obviously, that's what the Broncos have done under Ben Eichen when he got up there and, and made those changes when they 
uh, when they extended Kevy Waters. Um, my understanding is that there's quite a few coaches that have contracts like that in the NRL. So it's, you know, the NFL, it's real simple. It's just so fluid. If it's not working, it's not personal. You've had your crack. Pay out whatever you've got to pay out on where the contract lies. Move on and, and go to the next guy. And it, 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 we, we don't have to sit here and, you know, and talk about it for the next six months of how he's going to absolutely bloody, you know, ream the club with, you know, examples of young talent that are going to get the shits or Josh Kerr, you know, Kerr or whoever that are just going to move on. And, um, you know, it's just... Uh, a great example of uh, where it just the, the decision should be made. Move on, um, interim coach or new coach in, and let them have a crack. It's not working. One hundred percent. Unfortunately, the Dragons in their history have never been a club that have wanted to sack coaches for one reason or another, and so they're holding on to that this year. I don't think that's the right way. I agree with you. I'd be, I'd be cutting it off um, over the next week or two. I'd be putting in an interim in for the rest of the season, try and freshen things up, try and get the best result out of the games into the next couple of months ahead, while at the same time making an announcement sooner than later about who the new coach is and getting on with it. Yeah, and I think the, 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 the thing there is you just don't want the cancer to grow, as in young players, up-and-coming players, contracted players that just get the shits and just say, oh, basket case, we're out of here. doesn't matter, we're out of here. You know, because there are some, there, 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 you know, there really is some good talent there. Anyway, enough of uh, the Dragons and the Tigers, the ball and all cup. Uh, Woody, you'll be very upset on Sunday. The Dragons have got one performance in them this year. They're going to beat the Tigers. Uh, on to the Eagles and the Broncos, Jared. Well, this is a cracker and, uh, you know, probably forms the start of what we now have with Magic Round with the Eagles for many years, bringing this game um, back to Suncourt instead of Brookvale, where they get a fill-up with uh, the gate. Um, they still get a fill-up out of this. But their record up in um, Brisbane has not been that flash over recent years. They've actually lost their last five when in the state and lost seven of their last nine when they've been at Suncorp. I'm not sure it's the right week to get the Broncos. The Eagles, gee, they've been very hot and cold. If we go back three games ago, that was their peak performance of the season. At Brookvale, really aimed up a very good quality win over the Storm. Either side of that, there's been some really poor performances, got... Uh, absolutely towed up by the Panthers out at Penrith. 32 all against the Knights at Mudgee. Um, you know, they were there to be beaten by the Tigers uh, two weeks ago and then back at Brookvale in the wet. Very disappointing last week in the Titans um, fixing them up there. Without Schuster, uh, without Sipley, question marks about whether uh, Tommy Trebojevic will be right for the game. His brother Josh, uh, Jake, is now missing and... Jake takes a lot of ball work and defence and work rate out of the middle, which is going to hurt them. Um, the Broncos come off that loss last week where they met a very good quality top two contender on the table in the Rabbitohs. I think they dropped back a grade here. Back at home, I think they'll be smarting off that loss. Um, very keen about the Broncos. I think they win. The line's gone from 8.5 now out to 11.5. I certainly Ooh. think they cover that. Um, I think they're winning by 16 to 18 been a very good, strong betting move for them as well. Uh, next game is Sharks versus Dolphins. I, for me, this is a pick. I can't, I cannot wait to sit down and watch this game on the weekend. Um, really keen to see uh, the sort of emotion that the Dolphins potentially play with with uh, with Wayne and his 900th game. Um, I mean, it's it's uh, it's great to see that it's back where it all started at Suncourt for Wayne. Um, I think this will be an absolute cracking game, Jared, and I'd imagine by um, 
kick off of that one. If people have got tickets over the weekend for Magic Round, they'll make sure they're sitting in their seat and strapping themselves in for this one. Sharks have got plenty of attack. Dolphins playing uh, smart and with plenty of spirit. Um, they've got a couple of changes there, um, but I think it's, it, it all sets up for a fantastic game of footy. Well, and it should be a full house too, Steve, because we've got 5.30 on a Saturday night, which is the lead into the prime game, which at uh, 8 o'clock we've got the Rabbits and the Storm, which will be absolutely a full house. So I'm sure the crowd will be enormous. There'll be a lot of Dolphins people here because they've been up and, up and running. You know, they've won five from nine so far. Who would have thought that? I certainly thought they might have been the three or four win team this season already at five wins. I think the second half of the year might be a bit tough, but this is a week where they're certainly going to be up. I mean, it's Wayne Bennett's 900th game. Say that slowly. I mean, to coach 900 <laughs> games at first grade in this um, pressure cooker competition and then have the outstanding record, record that he has, he's got a win record of 62% after 900 games. That's absolutely staggering. Uh, I was Ger- lucky Ger- enough Ger- to first Gerard, 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 That's before we go to State of Origin. Australia, right. Australia, New Zealand, England. Yep, yep. Staggering. Absolutely staggering. There, there, there will not be one as good as him, in my opinion, in the long term of the game. Um, you know, the surpass what he's done is just, just staggering. Um, I was lucky enough to meet him back in the January prior to him going to the Raiders when he just finished up at South Brisbane uh, and won a premiership. Um, and so I've taken a, a close interest because he's just an amazing man to, to be around, to work with, and then to watch what he's done with his career. I think the Dolphins will be up for this. I think they give this a really good crack. Now, no knock on the Sharks, but the Sharks uh, have had one game out of Sydney so far this season down in Canberra where they lost. Their last two games have been against teams 15th and 13th on the table. Their record at Suncorp is very uh, questionable. Uh, They've actually lost eight of their last 11 here and their interstate travel record is clearly also poor. I think they win, but I do think the Dolphins give this a big shake. I'm with the Sharks to actually win, but I do think the plus nine and a half is way too big. I can't get a number anywhere near that. Plus nine and a half, take that every day. All day, every day, that one. Okay, so our tips this week, Jared. who do you like? Yeah, tips this week, Steve. Uh, Let me just put those in front of me. I'm with uh, the Raiders by four, the Broncos by 18, the Panthers by 16, the Sharks just get home by six, the Rabbits by six, the Dragons, I think, can beat the Tigers, the Roosters, then the Eels, the best of the weekend. I think that Tigers-Dragons game, I do think there's a lot of points in it. The best of the week is over 42.5 at $1.90. thought the other way to play the weekend was to take a, a straight-out win all up between the Broncos, the Panthers, the Roosters, just the win, $2.19. I think that uh, was also looking as a nice play for the weekend. How do you reckon the Knights will go? Uh, well, they're what, Fiji or Bali? Uh, I they're, don't know. They're Where all, are they this weekend? They're all in Bali, aren't they? I think some some in Bali, some in Fiji, and some down the south coast um, back to work on Monday. Jeez. As Gus said, it wouldn't happen in my day. He ripped into them. Oh, yeah, dear. well, I, I'm... I must say, uh, when I was with clubs and we had a buy, I mean, certainly you probably had an extra day or two off, but you certainly did a lot of work about your next game. Oh, it's a different generation, isn't it? Oh, well, okay. Well, that's uh, that wraps up the uh, the NRL for this week. Uh, really looking forward to uh, some games of games on uh, at Magic Round. Um, 
I know you will be sitting in the uh, in the grandstand magic round, Jared. You won't be down for our live podcast, but you have had a bit of an insight into um the wrap up of what we've got for <laughs> for people that are that, that are going to come and sit in the audience. Uh, well, for, uh, for well, Friday Steve, night. I, I have to say, good luck for uh, Friday night. It just looks an outstanding event. You're right. I've uh, had the privilege of watching some of your. Uh, video content that you prepare for it absolutely outstanding whoever has put that together deserves a gold medal i've laughed myself all morning the only thing missing is you on the harmonica but hopefully that one gets uh, wound into one of the ones into the weeks ahead and good luck to the station if that's not the best ad i have ever seen i'll <laughs> give up yeah well we've got five sponsors ads which are they're special they are special i think that's probably the only way to wrap it up we've got a uh, We've got a new intro, which is also interesting, um, but we're going to have a lot of fun. Ross Clark's going to join us on stage at 6.30 tomorrow night. Um, it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're raising, uh, we're going to raise as much money as we possibly can for our, for the four uh, chosen charities, our kids, uh, Revive the Northern Rivers, Parkinson's and the Healthy Minds. And um, to all that have been involved, um, thank you. Uh, huge shout out to Nick Paulette and Vaughan Blakey who put those ads together, Jared. Um, those guys are as good as it gets when it comes to creative, uh, you know, whatever you call it. Absolutely outstanding. And uh, that ad for the station, that's got to go on local television. That is just an absolute cracker. What do you reckon of Woody's suit? Oh, yeah, that's just... His suit that doesn't doesn't even button up. Some of the costumes and some of the character names. (laughs) <laughs> they were very creative. We had to. T- we actually had to take a few out of that station one, but anyway, yeah. maybe, maybe that'll be a second take. I'm sure you did. Right, on, mate. We'll we'll, uh, we'll catch you bright and early on Monday. Yeah, love love the big round of footy coming up. Okay, thanks, Mark. Gunsmoke here. We only set fire through the microphones. <laughs>